Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Four Triple Two. My name is Jake Chandler. This is Charlie Morrison. Hello, how are you doing, Jake? I am not too bad at all. How are you? Yeah, it's fucking monthly at the moment. It's not good at all. Um. And I was dreading the podcast, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, so uh, you were there. Atmosphere was good. Um, <clears throat> not, uh, not like it was. It was a bit, you know. I, I was. And it wasn't. It, it's. I mean, early kickoffs always got a bit of like a weird atmosphere. Mm. I think because they're because like, they're early kickoffs and everyone's not half cut. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, United fans in uh, full voice as usual up until the first goal. Anyway, um, we were in fine voice. I think. Not always picked up on TV, but I think we usually are in two in our two you know hardcore stands as as usual. Mm. Um, seemed alright, and then obviously um, things got better for us quite early on. I would say. Well, I, I, I think United started the better team, right? And then that kind of um, kind of hit us when we we're on the front foot. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. I think it was quite interesting actually because. Um, you didn't start in the way I thought you would start. Like, I thought it was going to be another Jose in the draw, going for the draw sort of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, same, that, yeah. Didn't seem that way, like, at any part of the game, really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, which is quite quite interesting, because it seems Jose was coming to make a point, and obviously he needed points. And he um, got one. Yeah, only one. Um <sighs> So Antonio Rudiger obviously scoring the first goal. Terrible marking for that first goal, Charlie. It is terrible. Uh, I don't. Obviously, it's Pogba's fault, but I also don't understand that your team's not particularly tall. What you've got, Louise Rudiger, and Morata. That, that's the only tall players you've got. Uh, I guess uh, probably Alonso wasn't even in the box. He's quite tall. But anyway, uh, he. I don't quite understand why. We put one of our worst defensive marking on, you know, one of the the biggest men you've got. So that, and he obviously marked him for the whole of the game. So it kind of confused me why that would happen. You know, you got like Masic is good in the air, Smalling obviously, uh, Lindelof that kind of thing. Um, so it's a bit of a weird decision, and it was obviously terrible marking. Actually, I don't think it was just terrible marking. I think David Luiz did a really good job of blocking him off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindelof I, I was marking the really like watching the replay on match of the day. Uh, I don't really like how Pogba. Pogba is staring right at him as he's running away from him. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like Pogba, yeah. Pogba feel like he feels like he's getting away with it, and then he's just shouting. Um, just it's just yeah, just shouting to try and get someone to like come like go for him, but like it's not less like it's, this already happened by the time you even able to say what was going to what you know to pick him up. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I feel sh- like I feel like any player has to be doing better in that, regardless of stance or defense or position or you know. I feel like any yeah. player has to be doing better than that in any if, side. 
if Rudiger wins the header and scores, but all he's done is out-jump Pogba, then you're not going to moan at him too much because Rudiger's just done better. But yeah, I think that when he was shouting after that it went in as well, I think that's actually at himself. We see it all the time when he gives a, a pass away. He like jumps in the air and he's angry at himself. So I think... Um, I think Sunas was saying that he was shouting at his teammates, but I don't, I don't think he was personally. Um, but yeah. I, I thought I put a mention in for David Luiz that he blocked Popper off really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but then you're on that, top. You're on top probably from then, which is what about the twentieth minute until? I'd say maybe ten. Half time. I, I was going to say ten minutes into half time, uh, uh, into the second half. Sorry, I think you mm. started that half better. Um. But uh, and then well after that it was you know fifty million down the drain it was uh, not not the outlook uh, as Tony Martial thing I thought like you, we've said that Aspilicueta is not having a good season and Alonso mm. getting done again for both goals I think um, or was the first goal he was just complaining about something uh, on the floor and then yeah it was a great goal. A bit of pinball. I think Young put the ball back in and then a volley and a goal for, for Martial, uh, which is good to see. When he's playing consistently and not just getting sort of 10 minute cameos, he puts mm. up like some of the best numbers around in Europe. He's he's so good. Like, it's, oh, I just don't understand why he wouldn't play him all the time. Like He's so much better than Rashford. Um, and of course, Martial's quite happy playing left wing rather than up front, so that helps with the the Lukaku thing. That's a point. Lukaku was absolutely terrible first half. You probably saw that he didn't move at all. Um, yeah, which is bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, he, he seems to be playing the way that... Uh, the same way that when people used to slate him, you know, he just seems to be playing that sort of way. Mm. Seems to be hit, he had a bit of form last season, but... I don't know. I don't know what's up with him. I think he's got maybe a mentality issue, but I think that's an issue for another day. Um... On a, let's, I mean, that's literally for a day where you score zero goals rather than two. Um, yeah, for that for but... that that for the Martial guys, I think I think a lot of, I think David Luiz had a really good game. I actually think he had he had a really good game apart from that going on a matter. Um, yeah, right wing. I feel like that was just such a poor mistake. Like I don't understand how he does he does it a lot less now these days. Um, but he. He must know that he's not getting the ball there, or there's a very high chance he's not going to get the ball there, and this is a very high risk to take. Mm. A bit more style over substance. I think, like obviously, he's he's brilliant at certain aspects, but yeah, he always he's always going to take, which. Mm. I a lot like. of the time pays off. I'd say I'd say with a player like him, it pays off more often than not. Yeah. Um, but, but when it doesn't pay off. But surely at his like experience, that. he's what, 31, 32. He should be knowing that he's not getting there and just to jockey or just to, to ease off or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then... The second. I don't understand how Alonso gets beaten by a little one matter on the wing. Mm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Finally playing him centrally. 
sort of a weird 10 position, almost similar to sort of David Silver, I guess, at City, but I think he was a bit higher up. But I thought, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he, he did do very, very well. Um, and then obviously the last, um, well, this is, this is the interesting thing, is I feel like after going 2-1 up, it would be a very typical Jose thing to, you know, shut up shop. Um, do you think he gave an instruction similar to that and United players didn't want to do that? Um, so, you know. I'm not sure. But it's, we didn't like shut the game down as we know. But equally, we've been... Uh, under uh, United, Jose's tried to do that multiple times and it doesn't work like it used to at Chelsea mm. um, that we saw before. Um, I was pretty confident we'd keep... Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't remember who was marking Louise for that header onto the post. I think it might have been Young, actually, but obviously Louise is bigger than him, but he, to let that header... Uh, to let Louise attack the header like that is criminal. Yeah. So I think, yeah. you know, all that takes is to ease off and he doesn't win the header and you don't score. So, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't blame Jose for the ending bit at all. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just annoying because before the game, I would have absolutely taken this as a draw. And I, I wouldn't believe a United fan if they said otherwise. But obviously, when you're winning with seconds to go, it just feels... Like a loss. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We we need three points at the moment all every week. Yeah, it's, it's not the best way to uh, lose. Uh, well, to, to concede an equaliser, but I was quite happy with it. Um, <laughs> I thought he was good when uh, he came on, Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Yeah, he's he's coming on with that, you know, sort of uh, burst of energy. I think I said to you like during the game, Charlie, that I thought Kovacic was. Had a bit of a slower pace about him. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, yesterday. The best well, ball recovery midfielder. Every, the thing, yeah, but the thing is about Jorginho is that he plays every role in our team. You know, in, in the midfield rather. You know, he's an anchor. He brings the ball forward from. Yeah, from but he, he he's not that great anchoring because he's he's been done by our midfield now, which isn't great. City, uh, obviously, passed it around him. He's, he's only been, you know, he's only he's 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 still got to learn this league. He's still got to learn his pace. Um, yeah, but I just he knows, don't he know knows why you. There are new roles to adapt to. Recovery, like he's getting in some advanced positions. Yeah, he scored against United a couple of times already now. But in a team like oh. this, I don't think there's there's place for someone who for someone to just do one role. Because the play mm. is so open and everyone has to be able to do nearly everything and I think that's part of what, you know, Sari has, you know. And most of our players in our team can do everything. Um and that's sort of what he builds his teams around. He definitely did it at Napoli, he had a lot of utility players. Um 
You know, it's like there's players that we had before that would like fit perfectly into side like Ramirez. Ramirez could play about four different positions. He was good at a lot of stuff. He wasn't he wasn't amazing at anything, but he was good at a lot of stuff. You know, he could have great shots, he could he was really good at tackling. He could play anywhere from right wing to CDM. Um you know, it's yeah, I don't think there's any room for that. So I don't think I think that argument is, you know, it's a bit like you don't have you don't need to swap roles in this team. Because a lot of the a lot of the time you have Players should be able to do those anyway, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it's, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, good role for us. Good, um, good, good, good win, I think. And I and good the best win. thing about it, I think, is that we kept our unbeaten record. That was that was something that I definitely would have wanted to come out of this fixture with. Um, does does it, that really matter though? In terms of unbeaten record, like, is it not just you, you know, you're still within reaching distance of the clubs at the top? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I like obviously like going, you know, closer to that would have been great, but um, I've, I've, I, being unbeaten does matter a bit to me because it means that we've not not losing is. Yeah, not yeah, not losing is important because if you lose a game, you know we've taken points from every game that we've had so far. I mean, obviously, if we were down like eight with you know you know eight draws, and that'd be completely different. But still, being in that top three and being unbeaten, that's is quite important. <coughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think I think it was a deserved draw for both teams. Mm. But if I was pressed to pick one, I think United was slightly a better team, but. That's a positive. We've been terrible at the bridge for decades now, so um, you know that was all good. So I guess um, moving on to your title rivals well, uh, and, and United's rivals in general, just they just they're not stopping, are they? City, no. And it's it's quite interesting because I mean I I've always said that I think City will win this win this season. I think they'll. They'll win it by about six points. They might not be six points clear for a long time, but I think they'll win it for about six or nine points. Mm. Um, they're pulling off results like this, and they've been playing still like very well without players like Kevin De Bruyne. Um, <laughs> he's just come back, and now I I think City are going to hit another gear very soon. Get back to the way they were last season. I yeah. think the only thing that could affect them is if they put a lot more focus on the Champions League, which they do, obviously. But I think if they keep, if they properly gun for that Champions League, that's going to affect them because they're not that they're not doing very well in the Champions League anyway. Um, yeah, no, they they are struggling. Um, so that's one to keep an eye on because result, I'm, really. I'm I'm not sure who they've got around. I think they've got um, Shakhtar away this week. So that's that's a hard place to go, and then they've got Tottenham away, and then equally yeah. I think they've got Shakhtar at home is the next game, and then I think they've got the Manchester derby following that. So that's that's big games, you know, and they they need. I'm just going to quickly look up the uh, where they are in the group. So they're second, one point above Shakhtar. So if they you know if they don't get a, th- a win against Shakhtar away, that's yeah quite problematic. Um, so I don't know. It's quite. It's going to be quite interesting how he balances it. I think they've got the squad. If if this was Liverpool, we were talking about. I think there's more. There's more to worry about for the, for the fans there. But I think they'll be fine. 
Mm. Um, I mean, so, well, I don't think there's much more to say on City, really. Um, <laughs> well, uh, other than <laughs> yeah, the Aguero goal wasn't like easy on the eye, but the other four were so good. Absolutely, I think yeah, we'll, we'll touch on Fernandinho's goal and Mahrez's goal later, but all yeah. of the goals were just lovely. Like even Sane's, just yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> moving on to another team who like to play good football, but don't seem to be getting the same sort of results. Uh, Cardiff versus Fulham seemed to be a game to watch, without a doubt. Yeah, j- um, just to make the point that it's Fulham that play the nice football and don't get the results, not Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Although Cardiff had a couple of good moves for their goals, just going to pop in. Um, but yeah, cool, sorry, continue. Um, it was, I just thought the Cardiff goals were tragic defending by Fulham and, and the second one when he just lets, uh, I think it's. I think, is it Murphy? Or is no, it our friend yeah. Bobby? Murphy for the first one, but I think then Bobby Reed Bobby scored the second. Yeah, I think that's it. Bobby, the Bobby Reed goal, the second one. He just like that shouldn't have been a chance he could even get onto, let alone put away. And then the third yeah. goal is just so poor. Um, Can I just say quickly on uh, on Bobby Reed? I think I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago on the podcast when from when we played Cardiff. Um, I think it's very hard these days to actually spot like an actual prodigy who's coming through until before he's like actually noticed. Um, and a lot of people start talking about him, you know, players like Mbappe and people like that. Um, but Bobby Reed looks like a genuine talent to me. Like he, he seems, for his age, he seems so composed on the ball. And whenever I've seen Cardiff play, especially like even, just like whenever I've seen, whenever I've seen them play, it just he seems to be at the centre of a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, I, I don't think he's that he young. A, I think he's, he's like twenty-five. Player. But mm. like he, he was good for Bristol. We again, as you say, when we were talking about him. Uh, previously, he was great against both Manchester clubs. So, um, yeah, I can't see him staying at Cardiff for too long, especially if they go back down this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a as a backup striker, someone would take him. You know, like a Watford or like even like an Everton. Is it, he's, yeah, Everton. Yeah, uh, is it like I was about to say he's a player who I hope I don't see at a team like Bournemouth. I hope I see him at a team which yeah, like, like top six. He's a Europa League esque player for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, he'll be going to Chelsea next year, calling it early. Well, that's deep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fulham, uh, Fulham seems to be keep keep. It wants, you know, I, they want to keep playing this really good football, and that's fine. But I think when you're in a position that what they're in, which isn't the position they should really be in, because they've got really good players. They've got Scherler, Vieto is the Vieto is like a was like a prodigy a couple of seasons ago, and he's playing yeah. for Fulham right now. Um, but they've got to start being a lot more pragmatic about really yeah, I think what they're going to do in the Premier League. It's what I can grasp from uh, Twitter. Um, so I follow a decent amount of Fulham supporters for various reasons. Uh, sure. Slav just changes the defence a lot and like makes ridiculous subs mm. at the wrong time. And, and apparently he's done it again uh, yesterday. Um, bringing off Seri, who's, from what I've seen, is a great central midfielder, brilliant with ball recovery, um, just really involved all the time. And he, he brings him off again at like an hour in, I think, for a much worse player. So, yeah. And, and you know, Vieto didn't start, of course. Um, yeah, they've got Mitrovic, I guess, who, who 
knows the league and is on is on form. So, but mm. uh, yeah, they they could be in trouble. I can see him being one of the first managers to go. Actually, uh, of course, they're missing like their best player, uh, Tom Kearney. He's been injured, I think, for a while. I, don't, I can't remember him playing much this season at all. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see. Um, well, I can actually see. I mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't really know how to sum it up because I just thought they would be doing like a lot, lot better this season. I um, think they'll be safe. I think they uh, look how bad Palace were last year, and then they finished like mid-table. So I think yeah. it won't be like exactly like that. Of course, like Fulham have already scored a lot of goals, but mm. they've conceded. I'm just looking at twenty-five. And the next worst defence is Huddersfield. Uh, sorry, is Cardiff nineteen. So like six differences. That's quite a lot, considering everyone was writing Cardiff off as well. But I think Fulham will come good. They will out. They've got like the Bournemouth about them. They will just outscore other teams around them most games. Um, it's good to see Sessegnon get a goal. Yeah. Simple things. Like I think when Mitrovic comes back into form, he'll you know. I, I think they'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think so as well. Um. Let's move on to, well, a bit more of a international flavour. Um, Real Madrid, eight hours without a goal, which is obviously no coincidence, considering that Ronaldo is gone. Um, <laughs> a couple of hours ago, Charlie, I, uh, we saw that obviously that there's strong reports that Lopetegui is very close to being sacked. Yeah. Um, Hilarious, really. I've seen the highlights of them getting battered by Sevilla. Mm. Uh, and then I watched one of the Champions League games. I think they won it. Uh, probably Roma, I think that was. Um, but yeah, Lopetegui leaving Spain, like disrupting that whole World Cup. Yeah. He's binned off a World Cup managerial position with a good squad to go and work for Real and he's going to be sacked before November like oh, it's just I mean it makes me feel better about being a United fan and stuff but um, so you're much more of an expert on La Liga than I am I don't know why they've been this bad uh, is it simply just Ronaldo they didn't I mean, I don't I know mean, why they didn't very... sign a Hazard or a, someone I know you, like you'd say about you wouldn't sell Hazard but surely they, once they lose someone like that and they have that much money yeah, they've got great players uh, like Asensio, but surely you need to go and buy like a name. They've lost that Galactico like feel. Well, I think I think they're relying on they were the thing is they wanted to start using players like Asensio and Disco, and they wanted to start using those sort of players. I mean, I I've, I've seen Madrid a handful of times this season. I think probably six or seven now, including the game this weekend, which I watched a bit of. Um, the issue with from what I can see at the moment, and the biggest and the big difference is so far between between Zidane and Lopetegui is that they just he just he just not does not know how to use any of those players whatsoever. Like he just does not know anyone's strengths, which is really really bad. Um, any of the defense don't, you know, that he they seem to be doing weird things as they're playing weird passes out. Um, 
doesn't really seem that they know what sort of system they're supposed to be playing. And then the the attacking the attacking players especially, they're just all over the place. Asensio doesn't know what he's doing. Isco doesn't know what he's doing. Bale seems to sort of know what he's doing, which is a bit weird. Um, but I imagine that's just because he's got a bit more free roam now, whereas obviously he didn't when Ronaldo was in the team. Um, he didn't even start so, Bale, did he, this weekend? Uh, no, he didn't start Bale this weekend. Um, but but Bale, Bale went, from what I've seen, Bale has been actually playing well for them. So it's pretty interesting that he, that, that was a, you know. Uh, my, um, my, my like, outsider point is, like, how do you get that job? Literally the biggest job in the in world football. Uh, yeah. And then you and your team, because it's not just him, but his team around him, how do they not know people's strengths? Like, they signed Audrey Zola, great right back, a uh, great player. But what, like, so they obviously know, like, what his strengths or weaknesses are. Um, the defence is probably kind of fine, isn't it, normally? Although they are leaking goals a bit. But, like, if you've got Modric and Cruz and Isco, like... Yeah. But, but then... I guess we've seen the problem that Jose has with attackers where he's not an attacking coach, he just says do what you want to do, but sometimes you need direction, like look at how much Sterling has come on under Pep telling him how to play. Yeah. Um so that kind of makes sense, but they're an absolute mess. Uh I... Yes, it's interesting. Um yeah, I just I just think the way they're playing right now, I like if he if he's sacked before the El Glasgow it would not show me at all. Um, or shall well, after the El Clasico, maybe they'll give him a chance. Um, because they're just because they're <laughs> it's so it's really really bad. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, thing is, he's doing if they stuff, win, the... like I don't really understand what he's like. He dropped Ernie Cruz for the weekend. I don't know if that was because <laughs> of international minutes. Like that's not something I can garner because I don't really follow the press of like the league. But he dropped Cruz. Um, I don't know why he dropped Bale, uh, and I don't think he should have dropped. Benzema as well. I like Mariano. He's he's decent. Um, he's not Karim Benzema though, is he? No. Yeah. No. And I don't think Benzema's been. I think definitely Benzema's been very good for a while. But he's similar to sort of like I guess Giroud. I guess who influence. It does influence play quite a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, his build-up play is fantastic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think they're just like it's very it it's very. It's a common thing when a manager is sacked this early that you would say that you should they should be given the chance. But I actually think that he shouldn't. I think if he's not the way that the way they go right now, I don't think it will ever be a, a good Real Madrid manager. So I don't think there's actually much point. In yeah. The thing is though, it's crazy. We're talking as if they've like they're in absolute dire needs of a uh, reshuffle. But and obviously it's not this easy. But if they go and win away in Barcelona, they're only a point behind. Uh, Barca and like yeah, yeah the, ta- the table at the moment like with some crazy teams like Alaves and Espanyol up there and Valladolid but like mm. they will drop away eventually you expect Sevillas and Athletes to stay there fine but so but the, but the issue it's is not that all doom and gloom Barca have yeah it's, it's yeah exactly <laughs> it's dropped 8 points uh, 9 points sorry. and then you'd expect someone like Madrid or Sevilla to come and clean up but that's not happening either yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you can look. The Liga is, yeah, as you said, like it's messed up at the moment. I mean, the fact that Valladolid, uh, Alaves, and Espanyol are all above Real Madrid, mm. it's just you know, it just sort of shows you what that league has at least been like at the moment. 
be fantastic um, to see like an Espanol or an Alaves especially. But Espanol yeah. actually would I'd love that because obviously they they've been in Barcelona's shadow since since they started. Apparently they've yeah. got one one uh, shop in Barcelona and for for, for um merch and Barca have the whole thing and then just in one little corner is one rack of shirts for Espanol. <laughs> so to see them to see them get like cha- even Champions League football would be fantastic. Yeah. Espanol won again today as well. I mean it was only against uh I think Huesca or something. We were just yeah, was it Huesca um, they played? Yeah, Huesca. I think that's how I pronounce it. Not hundred percent I know I pronounce it. Mm. Um uh, yeah, and it would be interesting to see who they get in. No, well, obviously that's disappointing that... towards uh, Antonio Conte. <laughs> yeah, which would definitely, there... you know, if there's one thing he can do, he does know how to get how to work to play his strengths, and he does know how to, and he will bring a lot of stability to them as well, which is probably what they need right now. Yeah, because the other rumors are Wenger who. I think that's just a little. That's that's just bullshit. Like, I think we could yeah, just, yeah. just straight away. That's just paper talk. But they're talking about Guti as well, and obviously he's a club legend. Um, yeah. I grew up watching Guti, fantastic player. But can they afford right now? Like, if Guti had come in after Zidane, I, I understand. But can they right now afford to take that chance? I don't know what Guti's been up to since he retired, really. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd rather go for Conte because at least you know. He's he's a safe, he's pretty much a safe pair of hands. I mean, Premier League. I mean, he's very safe. I mean, he didn't leave us in the best way, but you know, he won the league three times with Juventus. Yeah, uh, he did well with them in the Champions League. Uh, yeah, lost in the final, right? In the Champions League, but yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but he won the league with us. Um, probably the best appointment that they can get, they could do right now. It is, but his style of play as well is going to be quite interesting because if he does move to three of the back again, um, that's interesting. Especially yeah. with I, that really would have worked with Ronaldo actually. Ronaldo and like Benzema are up front in a two. If you play three five two or whatever, that would be kind of. They've definitely got the squad for it though. You think? And it's and and I, and I think it's a bit different with someone like Real Madrid who are always expected to control games. You Whereas think we would go in? Well, I mean, there's only one team with there's only one team in that league that Madrid are not expected to control the game in, and that's Barcelona. Obviously, if you come to yeah, England, maybe if you come to any maybe Atleti, it's a bit different. This it's more it's much more of a comparison between Juventus uh, than than like than to us at Chelsea. Uh, okay, because Juventus did play good football in Conte. Oh yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, well, so yeah. it, I mean, we didn't we didn't play amazing football under him, but we, we there were good there were good times. There were good times. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, and I and I think he's got better. I think he's got better players there as well. Um, than what he's had in a while, I would say, because Juventus when he was there he didn't have like. I would say the squad Real Madrid have. Uh, uh, was better than Juventus what the Conte had in terms of creative players and attacking players yeah so um, going into to next weekend obviously they've got um, Champions League game I think they've got uh, I want to say who have they got in their group CSKA Roma someone like oh Pilsen I think they got Pilsen I don't know if it's away or home um, we do a lot of research for this podcast, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, Pilsen at home. 
Then they go to Barcelona, who are going to be without Messi. So it's mm. it's the first Clasico in so long without Ronaldo and Messi. Uh, it's going to be really weird. You know, we thought we'd lost, yeah. well, we'd lost one, and now we've lost both. Do you give them, Do you give them any chance away at Barca, who haven't been great either? Um, yeah, I've. It depends. I think it depends if Lopetegui is there or not. I feel I feel like Madrid are the kind of club that could sack Lopetegui and get Conte in by by the time we finish this podcast. You know. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I generally think that's something that they, that's something they can actually pull off if they wanted to. Um, yeah. So we have to see if it's Lovatiki. No, not not at all. No, but I, I reckon there could be another. There could be a thrashing by Barcelona even without Messi. Um, yeah, I I see that as well. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, but if they don't, and they're not playing under Lovatiki, even if it's not a new manager who's come in, I would say they have a much better chance. Do you see them setting up fairly defensively to just, you know, like on paper they have yeah, a great defense. So, but that's that's not a Real Madrid way, is it? No, yeah, I don't, I don't actually see that because they still got players in there who will not want them to do that, and players you wouldn't want to piss off people like Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Imagine um, asking Ramos to actually defend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, should we have a quick look ahead to the Champions League then? Uh, yeah. Touching a couple of games, obviously. Uh, Ronaldo is coming home apparently uh, United fans are still not over the fact that we sold a guy that wanted to leave our club nearly a decade ago um, I'm quite worried <laughs> I think um, there's not much to say other than uh, we're quite shaky at the back and they have lots of good players yeah I can I can see it being a Juventus uh, win I can, I can safely say that if we concede less than two goals, I'm happy. Because uh, Debal is in form as well. Mandzukic is playing well. Obviously, Ronaldo is is always a threat. Um, we've got a good back four, but the back four, or back five, I guess. We've got a good midfield, uh, and at home, and he, he's still in, like he's still in a bit of trouble, Josie. Um, but he can't afford to just sit back and hope to hit him on the counter. Which we could do away. Um, So I kind of I do wonder what the tactic will be. I'm I'm pretty worried about it. Uh, I think though it's a free hit really. Like if they thump us three nil, it's like you know people have forgotten about the Tottenham game already. Um, Yeah. So, but that's enough of that because (laughs) Uh, I actually the Shakhtar game for City. So City away in uh, in Ukraine. I think I actually fancy City there. I think they'll pull it around. They'll wake up to the fact that they need um, they need points. Oh yeah, I think City win that. Yeah, yeah, I think City win. But yeah. but Wednesday is the day, and I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do here because <laughs> there's three games. Like they could have they could have had the decency to put one of them on the early kickoff. But Barca Inter is going to be incredible. Dortmund Atleti. Dortmund are flying at the moment. Yeah. Um, and PSG Napoli as well. That'd be fun to watch. And like the, the thing is, I feel like these are games that last season would have been good to watch. <laughs> maybe I feel like this season Barcelona. I think that Barcelona are going to get a routine win over Inter. So it's put down on things. Would Barcelona will get a routine win over Inter? I think. Um, yeah, but I still think it'd be a good match. Like 
Yeah. The one, the underrated one, I think Galatasaray Schalke. That is going to be feisty because no, both teams are just horrible. Um. Yeah. Sorry. That was weird. Sorry. Did it into score? No, they missed. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, sorry, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, Inter and Milan playing the uh, derby at the moment. Um, anyway, yes. Did, uh, Inter, did Inter score, or are you just made a noise for no reason? No, they nearly scored. They nearly scored. Oh, come, come on, Icardi. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's definitely the one that you'll hopefully provide lots of good goals. It's definitely one I want to be put in the uh, Sky Sports. That's uh, so what's the BT Sport multi screen basically. Yeah. There's gonna yeah, be quite yeah. a lot of good games this week. So I think Champions League group stages are gonna yeah, definitely deliver. I think yeah, the last I couple think... have not been amazing actually. No, it's not goals. it's not been high it's not been high quality. I think I'm gonna watch the Dortmund uh, Athletic game because you'll watch yeah. the inter game. Um uh, Liverpool are absolutely slaughter Red Star Belgrade, so that's not gonna be fun to watch for anyone. <laughs> No, uh, Tottenham yeah. could struggle, you know. I don't think PSV are a bad team. That's an early kickoff, so I'll probably try and watch that as well. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Tottenham need one of the teams to win, I think, because so far I think the group's 6 6 0 0. So, you know, yeah. Tottenham are in a bit of trouble. Um, and they're not going to win the league. Uh, so, they, 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 yeah. they need to pull their finger up. Um, do you even want to touch on. Your Europa game? Is there any point you're just going to play the same team and not rotate? I don't, know. I don't, I don't even know who we're playing. Um, <laughs> Barte Borisov. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we played in the Champions League last season, actually. Which is right. I think. I think but you've not even been blowing them away, have you? Like, two I goals. <laughs> two games, two goals. <laughs> Six points. Conte games. It's been a bit. Not been the best. There's not much to say there, is there? Yeah, um, and then I guess looking ahead, I hope to, I, just, I don't really have much to say about Europe. But I hope we win. <laughs> well, well That's done. <laughs> um, and yeah. Then, so, have you got any anything you want to speak about for the weekend games? Um, I think Saturday in Premier League terms is kind of there's one game that stands out to me, and other than that, it's quite a boring day of football. And the game for me is uh, Fulham Bournemouth. Lucky that me and you are not watching from the games, I think. Yeah, true. Bohemian Rhapsody in the cinema. Bohemian Rhapsody comes out on Wednesday, guys. Um, Plug. Yeah, very boring game next uh, next uh, next Saturday. Not not exactly one to sit in front of the TV all day for. Uh, Fulham Bournemouth. I think both teams attacking, and if Bournemouth beat Fulham, could see them sacking them. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Uh, see the, Sunday the price. a bit better. Um, Chelsea playing Burnley, which away at Burnley we seem to struggle, which so that might be you know, a decent game. Palace uh, Arsenal, I think, would actually be decent as well. Yeah, um, and United Everton is going to be huge. Yeah, that'll be a good. So Everton are in banging form. Monday night football um, actually provides a good game for once. Uh, Tottenham versus Manchester City. Well, I think. I think tomorrow's game is going to be quite good. Arsenal, uh, Leicester. For me, they just always seem to be decent games. Nothing ever ever any better than that. It's always like a one nil or a two two one win. 
That's yeah. what I always think. It's just they, they seem to be routine for whenever I watch them anyway. Um, but you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Monday night football, Friday night football. So um, strange. I'll take all the football I can get. Um, yeah. Uh, so I mean, this has been, you know, podcast talking about. Well, you know, you know, I think I think we've had some good games to to glance over this weekend. I think we're going to have a lot of news during this week. I think we're going to have probably a new Real Madrid manager, um, and obviously a lot of Champions League football. It's coming thick and fast after the international break. Um, We've also got the, obviously League Cup fixtures the week after, so quite a lot of teams are playing quite a lot of games. In well, the some of us have the League Cup fixtures, Jake. Uh, so go. I'm hoping for a narrative. <laughs> I'm hoping for a well, Lampard Cup run. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I don't want. I don't like seeing United play football at the moment. But I mean, Saturday was fine, so yeah. Saturday good. was quite an entertaining game, um, and I hope that this week has been an entertaining podcast for you guys. Um, we will be back next week talking about the Champions League games that have just happened as well as the weekend's football and previewing the League Cup or I'll be previewing the League Cup Charlie won't have much to say uh, thank you very much guys <laughs> see you later <laughs>